行在主的前面，叫为父的心转向儿女，叫背逆的人转从异人的智慧，又为主预备何用的百姓。We especially pay attention to the phrase to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. 我们特别注意到这里所说的为主预备何用的百姓。As you know that this is the theme. We are always pondering in the recent days. 大家也都知道，最近我们就在啊思想这句话。Now, of course, you know the background in this verse is the story about John the Baptist. 大家也知道这句话的背景是关于施洗约翰。So here it said about John the Baptist. He said the Bible said he will go also go before him in the spirit of power of Elijah. <coughs> 所以这里圣经也讲到说，他在主行在主的前面，必有以利亚的心智能力。John the Baptist was herald of the Lord。所以施洗约翰是主的先锋。He always went ahead of our Lord。所以他总是行在主的前面。But then we were told that actually he walk he go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah。所以在这里说，他有以利亚的心智能力。Then To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. 能够为主预备何用的百姓。So let's continue to consider this matter. 所以我们再来默想这句话。How can we make ready a people prepared for the Lord? 我们怎么能够为主预备何用的百姓呢 ？We know the Lord is coming very soon. 我们知道主马上就再回来了。So today we are called to be. Just like John the Baptist. So today we are called to be like John. In the spirit and power of Elijah. With Elijah's ability. Only in this way we are able to make ready people prepare for the Lord. Only in this way we are able to make ready people prepare for the Lord. Only in this way we are able to make ready people prepare for the Lord. Only in this way we are able to make ready people prepare for the Lord. No doubt, the phrase "in the spirit of power of Elijah" is the key to to the matter. So, 的确啊，这句话的钥匙就在于以利亚的心智能力，或者说灵与能力。So now we want to find out what happened in the life of John the Baptist. 所以我们就来看施洗约翰他的一生。Now, very interesting because. John the Baptist was in the spirit and power of Elijah. So, very important. That Sir John, he had Elijah's spirit. No doubt, he was a baptizer. Yes, he was baptized. He wanted to baptize people with water. He used water to baptize people. Only our Lord one day will, be, will baptize people with fire. But only one day, our Lord will baptize people with fire. Of course, he should know where to baptize people. He 当然知道要在哪里为人施浸。But then, if you study the life of John the Baptist, 但是我们来看约施洗约翰的一生。It is not according to the will of John the Baptist. 不是靠着约翰他自己的想法。Because John the Baptist was in the spirit and power of Elijah. So that means his whole life is fashioned after、uh, Elijah. So he, his life, John the Baptist himself has no freedom to choose any place to baptize people. So that's how he was in the spirit of power, Elijah. 
So if this is the case, the way of John the Baptist must be the way of Elijah. So in other words, somehow the life of Elijah definitely will measure the life of John the Baptist. For example, if you study the Bible carefully, there are only three places John the Baptist baptized people. Now, in this every place you find the print, you find you you find the the shadow of Elijah. So now you can understand how John the Baptist was in the spirit and power of Elijah. For example, most familiar place we know that is. Uh, we were told that in Gospel of Luke. Now, very interesting, if you turn to, uh, to Luke chapter 3. Now, this is a very unusual open statement. Now we know that in the first two chapters of Luke, how he was born and how he was grew up in the wilderness, how he was grew up. Now, after he, after he became matured, now we want to know, somehow the Holy Spirit presents John the Baptist to the world. But the way in Luke is very unique one. So let's turn to chapter 3, verse 1. Now, in the 15 years of reign of Tiberius Caesar. Now you see, the very important year, the 15 year of reign of Tiberius Caesar. That told us. That tells us John the Baptist was in uh, was under the rule, rule uh, under the rulership of Roman Empire. And the emperor was Tiberius. So actually, this is the same emperor when our Lord died for us on the cross. When our Lord was born, you know, Augustus was the emperor. But now, when our Lord about to die for us on the cross, the emperor was Tiberius Caesar. So if you want to understand, if you want to understand a little bit about John the Baptist, you have to know what what was the what was the time he lives in. So that's the first point. Second, Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea. Do you see that? That's also very important. If you want to present John the Baptist, you have to mention the emperor. 
you have to Rome, you have mentioned the Roman governor. And Herod was Tetra of Galilee. So then you understand that from in Galilee there was, uh, there was a representative of, uh, of Roman Empire. And we were told the hero actually is Antipas. Hero Antipas was the tetra of Galilee. And then his brother Philip was tetra of the of the region of Etruria and uh, Traconitis. So you see, not only the Emperor Tiberius, not only, not only Roman Emperor Governor Pontius Pilate, Pilate, also one of the sons of Herod the Great, who governed the Galilee. But then in the east side of the Galilee, you know, it was governed by the brother of Herod Antipas, Philip. But more than that, the aunt Lysanias was tetra of Abilene. Now sometimes we think these names are strange names. It will not help us much. But interesting, in the verse 2, in the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, so not only Annas was the high priest, Later, his son-in-law, Caiaphas, also became the high priest. So, in that time, in that period of time, the Bible said, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. So now all of a sudden you discover John the Baptist was in the wilderness. So where was his father? Where was his mother? So many Bible scholars wonder, probably her, his parents, because when, when he was born, you know, they were already very old. So very possible he lost his parents when he was very young. Then he was adopted by someone who lived in the Dead Sea area. And this group of people called Essenes. Now they decide for the, they, they separate their life for one purpose only. Their life is to keep the word of God. So they have a mission to copy the word of God. 
And they want God's word to be pure and and, and you will never miss any drop or any pride. So if you want to keep the word of God pure, you yourself ought to be pure. So for that reason, they always try to clean themselves. They will take bath two times at least. Because the purpose they are doing that, they try to live for the word. Now, for example, when they copy, suppose they copy uh, Isaiah, now, in the time of in the time when they copy Isaiah, the book of Isaiah never separated into chapters and verses. Not only that, even you don't have a colon, semicolon, nothing. So you see, from the first word to the last word, it's just one piece. So when they wrote the word, they really wrote the word in a very trembling way. For example, suppose they already reached chapter 65. Suppose they already reached chapter 65 of of the book of Isaiah. You see, this whole book almost finished. But when he when he wrote some sentence, so at that moment some unclean thought came to his mind. So he cannot continue anymore. He had to start all over from the first word. So these people, we, the, the, we, now we know them, they are called Essene people. So they live their life simply for the word of God. So when Rome, when uh, <coughs> uh, in 70 AD, after Roman, after uh, Roman soldiers conquered the city of Jerusalem, so they come to the area of Dead Sea. So Essenes was afraid that, you know, when enemy come, they may just take away their treasury. So they put the, put, uh, the, all their copy in the, uh, in the jar in the earthen vessels. And hide somewhere. Now, as you know, in 1947, now it has been discovered. It is called the Dead Sea Scroll. Now we begin to understand. Especially the book of Isaiah. You find that you don't find any mistake. 20th century version is exactly just like the first century's version. 
在二十世纪发现的这个手绢跟第一世纪的那个比较都没有任何的不同。So now you can understand that in the desert, God has preserved a group of people live just for His word. 所以就看到神在沙漠的地方就为他自己保留了一批人。Because they don't get married. 因为他们也不结婚。However, they adopt children. 但是他们呢，来收养小孩。So it is very possible. When we read the Gospel of Luke, after so many years, then we found that John the Baptist was already in desert. So, after so many years, then we found that John the Baptist was already in desert. And in the Bible, also describe a little bit of the food, the garment of John. Now, based because of that description, people consider probably John the Baptist is the first hippie in the history. So, according to the Bible, And the Bible said, and he came to into all the district around the Jordan. And preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. After four hundred years, again. We heard the voice of God in the wilderness. So that was really a new beginning. So, in fact, here is a new beginning. And then you see that how he baptized the people. We also see how he baptized the people. It was a great revival. Now, you know, according to Jewish custom, you know, only the sinners ought to go through baptism. The Jews are not supposed to take baptism. No. Because according to their idea, now they ought to belong to heaven. They do not belong to the hell. So there was a small story talk express that such an idea. And Abraham, the patriarch, always sit at the gate at the gate of hell. Whenever he sees any one of his descendants, he will drive them away. My son, you come to the wrong place. This is not for you. This is not designed for you. So you can imagine, only the Gentiles, they are the sinners. So if they want to convert to Jews, now they have to be better. Do you understand? So in a normal situation, only Gentiles had to go through the 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 baptism in order to be converted. But because the word really came to the John the Baptist. You see, now definitely there was a great revival at that time. Somehow, Holy Spirit did a wonderful work. Among the Jews. Now they all feel that they are sinners. 
But because they are sinners, they ought to be baptized. So they all flooded to John the Baptist. Now, when you stand in the Jordan River, it means you confess that you are sinners. Now you see, brother, this is a great revival. Now, indeed, John the Baptist did wonderful work. You ought to know you are a sinner before you need a savior. You ought to know that from the head to the soul, you have, you, 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 you have no, no spot is clean. Only when you know that you really have leprosy. They will say, I'm unclean, I'm unclean. Then there is hunger or desire deep down with you, I need a savior. So you see, brothers, that's a great revival before our Lord's coming. That's how John the Baptist prepared the people for the Lord. Now, only when you know that you are a sinner, now you are ready to hear that there is a Savior. So that's what happened. So now we know that John the Baptist baptized people. Now, where? Near the Jordan River. Near the wilderness. So you know very clearly it must be near Jericho. Now, it is true. That's the, where the, uh, the revival happened at that time. There you find the fire of, of revival everywhere. But then we ask one question. If John the Baptist was in the spirit of Elijah, so it must be not, it cannot be his choice to choose that place. Now, what happened? Now, if you know the story of Elijah, and Elijah is a person very interesting. If you study the life of Elijah, you do not know his beginning nor his end. But one thing we know that at the very end he ascends to heaven. You know the story. And Elijah and Elijah, they start walk together from Gilgal. Because somehow Elijah knew that Elijah is going to ascend to heaven. So he followed him all the way. From Hugo to Bethel. From Bethel to Jericho. Now from Jericho, the Bible said they went to the Jordan River. Now you know the rest of the story. Now there was a mentor in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, with, uh, with Elijah. Remember how he struck the water and the water split. So two of them walked to the other side of Jordan River. Then Elijah asked Elijah, 
what do you want? Because he's about to ascend to heaven. Then Elijah said, No, Elijah said, Oh, I wish I will have the double portion of your spirit. Now, then Elijah said to Elijah, Now, when I ascend to heaven, if you are able to see my ascension, if you really can see the sky open, then you will receive double portion. Now then you know the rest of the story. And you know Elijah went uh, ascend to heaven. And then Elijah, Elijah, you know, took the mantle of his his his, uh, uh, his master. Again, he crossed the Jordan River. So from that time on, with Elisha, always double portion of the Spirit. Now why double portion of the Spirit? Because the time of Elisha is worse than the time of Elijah. God never tried to give people uh, just for your to, for, to, to uh, God never just give something to the people for you to show show it around. No. God never wants to make a show. Everything based on the need. Because the time of Elijah is much more evil than time of Elijah. That's why you need a double portion of the Spirit. You see, otherwise there's no need for you to have a double portion. So great, great supply is always with great responsibility. Why a double portion? Because now it's much more difficult for you to live in that time. The generation of Elijah is much more evil than the former one. So because of that, now you know, in the whole life of Elijah, and he all he had, Eight miracles performed. But in the life of Elisha, sixteen miracles. That's why double portion. You see? Now, the reason he got the double portion, he did see the heaven open. And that's the story. Now, that's the that's the, the, the uh, Jordan River in the wilderness near Jericho is the very place Elijah ascend to heaven. But then, brothers, you know what happened? Our Lord Jesus came to John the Baptist. In the beginning, John the Baptist said no. But you know, our Lord had to fulfill the righteousness in general. So you remember when he came out from the water, the Bible said the heaven 
was rented. Now, in one of the translations said, the heaven was rented for him. And not only that, you know, in Mark, in Gospel of Mark, as if somehow God has done something, really tear the whole thing up, the heaven up, the heaven is open. Now this time you really see the heaven. Not just double portion of the Spirit. And you find that our Lord Jesus is filled with the Holy Spirit. And you find that how the dove came down upon him. Now my brothers and sisters, what happened? How do you explain, explain all these phenomena? And the Bible indeed said he will also go before him in the spirit of power and of Elijah. Now let me ask you one question. There is a verse in the Bible. I don't know whether you remember or not. No one has ascended to heaven except the one who come down from heaven. So now let me ask you, did Elijah ascend to heaven or not? According to John, no one ascend to heaven. But from the Old Testament, we knew that Elijah went to heaven. So now you see, brothers, everything is wonderfully planned. Now, John the Baptist did not live his own life. John the Baptist lived according to the will of God. You know why? The reason is very simple. Here is someone who is greater than Elijah. Now, it is true, John the Baptist was in the spirit of Elijah. So when he was choosing a place to baptize people, he chose the place where the Elijah ascended to heaven. Now what is the purpose for that? Because this is the very place our Lord Jesus would come up from, come up from the water. And the Bible said heaven opened. Now we all see that heaven opened. If you really see that, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, in the Old Testament, the heaven never opened to the sinners. Then you will ask, now ask one question, how about, how about Ezekiel? Now, Ezekiel Bible said, he saw the heaven open. Yes, but never third heaven. If he saw the third heaven, he will say, I saw the glory of God. No, he said, I only saw the image of the glory of God. But if you ask Stephen, the martyr, he said, I saw the heaven open. Now, brothers, he saw the son of man standing on the right hand of God. 
So if you see the Son of Man, you definitely see the third heaven. And you do see, and he said he saw the glory of God. Not the image of glory of God. So Ezekiel, as a sinner, he only saw the first or second heaven. So now we understand. Elijah at the most ascended to the first or second heaven. No one has ascended to heaven. Except the one who came down from heaven. Brothers and sisters, you cannot say Christ number one, Elijah number two. Christ is always greater than Elijah. So you see, brother, that's the reason why when John the Baptist he tried to make he tried he, when he tried to uh, choose a place. Now you ought to find a place where the John where the uh, Elijah ascend to heaven. But now, brothers, when our Lord Jesus came out from Jordan River, what did he do? What was the picture here? Very simple. Because Jesus was a Greek name. If you translate it into Hebrew, it means Joshua. So if Joshua's name be translated into Greek, that Jesus. So when Jesus came out from the river, what does that mean? He reminded the whole world. Just like 1,500 years ago, Joshua came out from the water. Now the one greater than Joshua is Jesus. He also came out from the water. Don't forget, he will lead us into the promised land. No wonder when he saw the heaven open. And that's why Jesus says to his disciples, now, one day you also will see heaven open. So you see, my brothers and sisters, now this simply tells us our Lord purposely chosen the place where John the Baptist baptized people to show the people. He not only died for us on the cross, He will lead us into the land of milk and honey. It is wonderful, brothers. Now you know the story. Before, John, before Joshua came out of the water, where was Moses? Moses, as a lawgiver, always represent law. He could only lead people at most to the borderline of the promised land. Only Holy Spirit will lead us into fullness. Yes, law will fulfill his purpose. The law only leads you to the borderline. 
So we were told that Moses ought to die in the other side. Do you see what I mean? Today, when we enter into the riches of Christ, now somehow we were so influenced by the law. Just like what happened in the Bible time. Because if you have a law, much easier. Just tell me number one, number two, number three. I just keep the law, that's it. But don't forget, law only leads you to the border. And the Holy Spirit will lead you into the fullness of the land. So one thing you know, God had to secretly burn Moses. To the point you couldn't find the trace of Moses. Where he died, you don't know at all. But one thing for sure. Moses was buried near the Jordan River. Somewhere in the mountain. But we don't know. My brother, sisters, when you come to the Jordan River, you see our Lord Jesus. You see Elijah. You also see Moses. But brothers, when you see, when you see, when you see the baptism of our Lord, that definitely is the place where Elijah sent to heaven. That definitely the the burial place of 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 Moses. But anyway, you'll find you'll find three figures here. If you are Peter. You definitely will have three tents. One for our Lord, one for Elijah, and one for one for one for one for Moses. And in the list of in the list of Peter, probably Jesus number one. Moses number two, Elijah number two. But brothers, you know very well. If our Lord is the one who leads us into fullness. You find Elijah indeed ascend to heaven. But only our Lord is greater than him. And now you can see God had to bury Moses himself. That Moses will never usurp the place of our Lord Jesus. So, brothers, if you see the lower stream of uh, of of uh, of Jordan River, if you follow that stream all the way to the upper stream. Now you know that the river of the Jordan River actually derived its source from Mount Hermon. In the Mount of Transfiguration. What do you see there? 
Our Lord and Elijah and also Moses. Now, do you see the picture here? So, here you find the baptism. And the baptism simply because in the, in the, in the, uh, Similarly, because in the Mount of Transfiguration, as if the water starts from there. So, now, at the heavenly end, it's called outpouring. But the, at the end of the, of the earthly end, you find the baptism. So remember, brothers and sisters, this is a this very significant. Because this reminds us. Now, on the day of Pentecost, how we were baptized into one body. Now, because all the church is in the earthly end. But on that day, there was, there was a river of living water. No, starting from heavenly end. So that's why this word, baptism of the Holy Spirit, only be used in uh, Pentecost and also in the house of Cornelius. And the same thing applied to the word outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Also in these two places. So it refers to the two ends of river of living water. But no matter what, if you want to see the reality of the kingdom, and you find that, and you find the cloud will cover John, Elijah, and also. Moses. And you don't see anyone but Christ. And there is a voice from heaven saying, Hear him, O man. So, brothers and sisters, now you understand why John the Baptist. When he chose the first place to baptize, including baptizing our Lord Jesus, here you find a wonderful picture. So that's the first case. And then when we come to the second case, and then you read your Bible, and abruptly many weeks after the Lord's baptism, and then John the Baptist, he went somewhere else. So I think we better read a portion of the Bible. First Kings chapter 17. Starting from verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, And the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. 
指着所侍奉有生耶和华以色列神起誓：这几年我若不祷告，必不降露，不下雨。Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, "Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan." 耶和华的话临到以利亚说：“你离开这里，往东去，藏在约旦河边。And, and it will be that it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded raven to feed you there.” So he went and it, and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. 于是以利亚照着耶和华的话去住在约旦河东的基利西旁。The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. 乌鸦早晚给他浇饼和肉来，他也喝那溪里的水。过了些日子，溪水就干了，因为雨没有下在地上。Now this is the beginning of the story of Elijah. So very interesting. All of a sudden, we find appearance of Elijah on the earth. And somehow God hid him in a place called Brook Cherith. Now actually, that brook flows into the Jordan River. And then every day God sent raven to feed Elijah. Now as you know that. Raven is a thief among the birds. Now, raven always try to steal the steal steal the food from others and try to feed her own children. So for sure, raven is a thief. Always a thief. Now it's very. It's easy to depend on the Lord. But now it's very difficult for you to depend on Raven. Because that nature can never change. You probably expect this morning he will feed you with something in the morning. But in the afternoon, he changed his mind. So think about it. If you can believe God sent raven to feed you, this is real faith. If you believe some brothers and sisters, always take care of you. Always think of you. But sometimes the Lord will put you to test. And then you discover, as if outwardly, as if everything should be all right. But brothers and sisters, now you know that if somehow you can believe God sent raven to feed you. Now you really have a faith in the Lord. So that's the life of faith with Elijah. Now, brothers, if John the Baptist is going to choose another place to baptize people, the first place near Jordan. 第一个是在约旦河边，是在靠近耶利哥。But now 
the second time. According to the Bible, if you read your Gospel of John, and you find our you find that John the Baptist baptized again. But this time is not near Jericho. Because Bible says Bethany beyond Jordan. Now you know in Jerusalem there is already a Bethany. And Jericho only one day of journey. So impossible to have another name just near uh, near Jerusalem. The same name. That's impossible. So we know that there must be far from the Bethany near Jerusalem. So in the Bible, it's about four days of journey. So if you study the Bible, if you follow the archaeological discovery, then you discover the Bethany beyond Jordan is the exact place of Brook Cherith. And very interesting. And then John the Baptist baptized the people. Now, because our Lord already been baptized a few weeks ago. So, according to the record in chapter 1, our Lord Jesus appeared in their midst. And now we know the presence of our Lord. In, in the presence of the Lord, uh, in, uh, when John the Baptist baptized the people. And now you know John the Baptist cannot do it by himself. He needs great two great assistants. And these two disciples must be very husky. The reason is very simple. You really need a big, big, big person just trying to baptize people. So normally we think John, God's John the Apostle must be very feminine. But that's not true. Because he was a great assistant to John the Baptist. He was the, the assistant of John the Baptist. And for that reason, he must be very strong. So now you remember in the beginning, not only John the Apostle, and also Apostle uh, Andrew. And two of them were the assistant to John the Baptist. Really helped him to be baptized. So during that those days, our Lord was there. So day when our Lord was there, nothing happened. Second day when John the Baptist saw our Lord Jesus. He said, Behold the Lamb who take away the sin of the world. Do you see that second day? So this time, remember, our Lord did not go through baptism. But John Baptist as a pioneer. 
He wants to point out to the world the Christ. the Lamb of God. You see, that second day. The other day. He said, Behold the Lamb. Then two of his best disciples, Andrew and John, follow the Lord. Do you see? When John the Baptist most successful in his ministry, then he lose two of the Baptist sisters. That's the best service to the Lord. So you see, that's John the Baptist. Now, we, we all know this story very well. And then our Lord turned to the two disciples. Now, what do you want? And they asked, Where do you dwell? Where do you live? So that day, they dwell with the Lord. No one dwell with the Lord will remain the same. From that time on, these two became the followers of the Lamb. Wherever the Lamb go, they went. two disciples of the Lord. Then the following day, Angel found his brother Peter. And then Peter met the Lord. And then another one called Philip. Uh, called, uh, called Philip. And another one, Nathaniel. And that's the way how our Lord met his first five disciples. Now, brothers, where do they meet? Bethany beyond. It is very interesting. If you want to follow the Lord, remember, if you know how God will feed Elijah through a raven, God will do exactly the same thing. So you see, that's where the disciples met their master. The way of discipleship is from Bethany. But end with Bethany. Because in the Bethany near Jerusalem, our Lord said goodbye, farewell to his disciples. So now the way of discipleship is being defined. From Bethany to Bethany. What is Bethany? Bethany means house of fix. It is not a house of thick tree, no, not trees, but a fix. Let me ask you. Have you seen the flower of fig tree? Because the figs have a flower on the inside of the fruit. So only the insect can visit, can see the beauty of the flower. To this world, you do see the flower. However, the fig tree 
become grown, we become matured. So what does that mean? If you want to follow the Lord, the world will never see your beauty. However, if you really follow the Lord, God saw everything. So don't always expect the welcome or applause from the world. A smile from heaven should be enough for you. From Bethany to Bethany. This is the inner way. Not outer way. So how do you define that way? Because John the Baptist has the spirit of Elijah. Remember when he said, Behold the Lamb. Then Andrew and John followed the Lord. Then our Lord has first five disciples. And the Lord invited them to walk that way from Bethany to Bethany. So that's second case. John, John, chapter one, uh, chapter one of John. Then let us read another verse from the Bible. First King, chapter 19. Verse 19. So he departed from there. He means Elijah. Depart from there. And found Elijah, the son of Shepherd, who was... No, 19, 1919. And found Elijah the son of Shepherd, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him. And he was with the twelve. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah. And then, let's read the uh, last verse of 21. And he became his servant. Now, in Hebrew, very interesting. Then he began to wash the foot, wash the hand of Elijah. So that's the story. Now you know how Elijah Elisha met. Now you know very well Elisha definitely is disciple of Elijah. He really have a double portion of his spirit. But brother, where when they met? And we were told that they, they, when they met, and you find that actually, uh, actually Elisha was is plowing the field. And with twelve pair of oxen. But when he saw Elijah, he gave up everything. From now on, just wash the hand of Elijah. Now, where they met? If you read the same chapter, verse 16. 
And Elijah, the son of son of Shaphat of Abel Mechola. You shall anoint as prophet in your place. So do you see that Elijah definitely will take place of Elijah? Now, where did they, where did Elijah anoint him? From Abel Mehola. So that's the place. So now you know that the, now the Elisha really from Abel Mehola. Now where is Abel Mehola? So let's read another verse from John chapter 3. Verse 22. And these things Jesus and his now John was also baptizing in Annan near Salem. Because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized. For John had not yet been thrown into prison. Then there arose a dispute between some of the John disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourself bear me witness that I said I am not Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. Now, where this story happened? We discover John the Baptist also baptized people again in Annan near Salem. Now, where is Annan near Salem? It's west of Jordan River. It's not far from a place called Bashan. 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 So, now, if you want to know the exact location, that's the place where Elijah met Elisha. So that place called Abel Mehola. 
No, brothers. These are the three places John the Baptist has chosen to baptize the people. Now, when we come to the third place, do you think it's something by accident? Now, we know that that's the very place where Elijah met Elisha. Now, Elijah is willing to serve Elijah. Now you know that discipleship. But what it is what is real discipleship? So now you find the story, uh, you, you find that our Lord and his disciple also baptized in that area. However, in the following chapter, the John apostle told us. Actually, it is not true. Our Lord did not baptize people. No, no, so, is it his disciples that baptized? So, but in the chapter 3, before John, uh, John Apostle John uh, cleared the case, but anyway, there is a rumor. Our Lord, there's a rumor. And our Lord is baptizing people. And all the disciples. disciples. Now, partly it is true. <coughs> but not the whole truth. But anyway, the, 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 the thesis was this. Now, because our Lord baptized the people, so many people just went to him. And because of that, now even John the Baptist also baptized people, but then less people will come to him anymore. But you see the reaction of John the Baptist. Remember, he's a true servant of God. He knows that he's a pioneer of the Lord. He knows that he's not worthy even try try to 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 take care, you know even try to do something in, in, before his uh, his shoes. However, he knows that to serve him. It's just like to wash the hand of the master by Elisha. So here you find a wonderful spirit. He said, who he who has a bride is the bridegroom. Who is the bridegroom? Our Lord. Who is the bride? Angel and John. Do you see that? And, uh, but the friend of the bridegroom, who is the friend of the bridegroom? John the Baptist, who stands and hear him, rejoice greatly because of bridegroom's voice. Now, because he is only friends of bridegroom. So when the bride met the bridegroom, when two of the best disciples follow follow the Lord, 
He said, I rejoice greatly. Because of bridegroom's voice. If I have two best disciples, to me already great loss. I am still rejoicing. Don't tell me any other. Even other people want to follow him. It is wonderful. As long as bridegroom is happy, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase. But I must decrease. Brothers and sisters, that's how John the Baptist make ready a people prepare for the Lord. How many, brother sister, you brought to the Lord, you helped to the Lord. You may be prepared. Do you make ready other people also prepare for the Lord? But why? Always never ready. They are not ready. You are also not ready. You do not have the spirit of Elijah. So, brother, if we have the spirit of Elijah, thank the Lord. Because John the Baptist has chosen the place where Elijah is sent to. Now it is a good opportunity to tell people. No one has ascended to heaven. But the one who comes down from heaven. Christ number one. Number two. And number three. No one can be a side by side with him. Do you see that? This is a wonderful testimony. So by this way, people know that when our Lord comes out from the Jordan River, it's just like the Joshua of old. And bring people to fullness. And more than that, because he followed the step of Elijah. And be fed by God through raven. And very place. Now, brothers, our Lord has found his bride. Do you see that? And the more you the more successful is the ministry of John. At the same time. The more he will lose his best disciples. But he said, Let him increase, let me decrease. And finally, brothers and sisters, now he still remembers. No matter what, when he chose the place where Elijah met Elisha. He put himself in the place of Elijah. What he has done, 
As if he baptized people with water. Actually, he was only washed the hand of his master. And then he's able to say, This joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase. But I must decrease. So thank the Lord. This is secret. How to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Strictly speaking, it is our law who prepared people. It is our law met the disciples. In the bridegroom calling the bride. But what the contribution of John the Baptist? Thank the Lord. He always served as like an usher. He only washed the hand. That's all. Thank the Lord. He as if he did not do much. Fortunately, he did not do much. The one really know how to prepare the people, make ready the people, prepare for the Lord is Lord Himself. But now, are you ready to say? May he increase, may I decrease. So let's pray. Have a season of prayer. Who indeed to have the same heart and same spirit as John the Baptist. Lord, that uh, even as uh, the spirit of Elijah, well, those whose lives were solely for, for you, Lord, there was just no other reason, there was no other purpose, and it was only, Lord, to have the increase.